You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking all about how to set healthy boundaries with clients. And this is really important because the more you can do this from the start of relationships when you're finding new clients, the better it will be for both of you. So are you a practitioner that tends to make yourself available whenever you can for your clients? Do you fit them in around things because they're there? Do you worry about trying to keep your evenings free or your weekends free for family time, for fun time, but then somebody phones and you think, oh, I'll just squeeze them in between? Now, we've all been there and offering last minute and late appointments when really you should be winding down and spending time with your loved ones may be okay every now and then, but it gets to a point where it starts to weigh you down because those lines between work and between home get very blurred. And it'll get to a point where instead of you being relaxed for the evening, you're going to be sitting in your clinic with a cold coffee and regretting the decision to take on that client or to take on that appointment. And I did this myself. You know, when I set up a practice, first of all, I was working full time and building my practice on the side. So I had to find time in my evenings and my weekends. And suddenly I began to fill all of them up. And I was working crazy hours. I really was. And just to fit people in, I was being overly flexible. And I just started to feel like I was just missing out on my life. And in some ways a bit resentful as well. But it was all my own doing. So that's why I wanted to bring this up because so many practitioners out there haven't got clear boundaries with their clients. So the first thing to think about is actually consider the opportunity cost. If you're saying yes to a client outside of your normal working hours, you're saying no to something else. You've got a finite amount of time So you need to make sure that you spend it in a way that is really good for you and that you're not going to be regretting later. Boundaries are there to keep you sane. I believe that they're going to really help you as a practitioner to set the rules of engagement. They they just demonstrate that you value and respect the work you do, but you also value and respect your time and yourself. And yes, you'll come across clients that may not be happy or may not be impressed that you don't work weekends or you don't do late nights. But if they really want to work with you, they'll be flexible too and find a way of doing it. And it's all about setting up expectations. It's all about making sure that you've got a really good and really appropriate relationship with your clients. The thing is, is once you've decided your boundaries, you really need to respect them because 
if you don't respect them, why would anybody else? So if you say to people, I don't work weekends, then don't answer the emails at weekends. Don't answer texts at weekends or messages because that gives a different message out to what you're saying. And respecting your boundaries includes other things. So it's not just about your time and fitting people in. It's things like your prices. Set your rates. Know what maybe concessions you offer so you know exactly what you do, how much you charge. And set them as your boundaries so that you're not having to think about it or getting flustered if somebody starts to ask you, well, how much is this going to be? Or... Maybe if the family and friend decides they want to come and work with you, if it's appropriate for your discipline, you know what your rates are. And when I first started working as a practitioner, I worked in a multidiscipline clinic and we had a really strict rule in the clinic, which was if we want to use each other's services, we pay each other full price because we respected each other's discipline. We respected what we could do for each other and it also avoided any awkward conversations it's really important if possible to separate your home from your work and whilst we all love what we do and we love the people we help it's important to have that separation that space away from work and I don't necessarily mean this in physical space It's emotional space in in who you are as a person. You know, as a practitioner, you probably get loads of people outside of work asking you for advice. And what you don't want to do is get stuck in a position where this becomes every conversation you have and you lose your own life, your personal life, because you just become the go-to person for information, for advice. So if you are outside of work, keep that space by saying to someone, oh, that's a great question. I'm more than happy to have a chat with you. This is how you can do it and point them towards how they can speak with you or how they can work with you. And a friend of mine had a real problem with this at one point because they were working part time in an office while they built their practice and they got known for being super helpful and it almost got to a point where they had a queue of people waiting to see them for free advice. But none of these people were willing to book appointments and pay for it. So it made that person a bit resentful because they just felt that people were just using them but not willing to give back. And boundaries and keeping your space actually works the other way too. Yes, you are passionate about what you do and you could probably talk about it till the cows come home. But actually, not everyone wants you to solve their problems. And you might find yourself trying to help people when actually they don't want it. And I had this. I had somebody, I was working with somebody who was a nutritionist and I was drinking a can of Diet Coke. And they gave me this big old lecture about how bad it is for you and you shouldn't drink it. I know that. I know it's not the best drink in the world, but I kind of like it. And the occasional glass, I'm happy to drink. So I know that left me feeling a bit frustrated and a bit irritated, really, because it was almost like they were putting their will on me and I hadn't asked for it. 
it's like that direct mail that you get through your door that you just chuck in the bin. Just remember, sometimes people don't need you to have the solutions. They just want you to be their friend or their partner or whatever the relationship is. Another thing to think of when you're looking at boundaries is limit the personal information that you share. Now, within your marketing as a practitioner, you need to build connection and rapport with people in order for them to get to know, like and trust you. But there should be a limit around what you do share, what you're willing to talk about. And having boundaries around the topics you discuss will help you firstly know what to talk about. But secondly, it will keep all of your private life private. Because it's not about telling everything. It's about having a choice over what you share. And for some disciplines... It might be completely inappropriate to share any information about your private life. So you do need to look at what your discipline is and what your professional body have to say on that. But just be mindful of being selective over what you do share. And while we're talking about sharing, another thing to watch out for is being connected or friends with people on social media. If you've got clients on your personal page, you could find yourself oversharing and it might not be appropriate. So just be mindful of that, where your clients are, make sure you've got professional pages that they can follow and like and interact with, but keep your personal page personal. And also, if you are on social media, Just be mindful not to interact with clients in a way that could identify them because you're going to be breaking client confidentiality. You've got to make sure that you protect their identity and the fact that they've worked with you. So just be mindful of that and just be mindful of not having anything that could be a clinical discussion in an open forum. One of the best ways to set client boundaries is to have a client agreement. Now, I have this for all of my coaching clients, and it basically outlines what they can expect from me, but also what I expect from them. So it's like the rules of engagement. It sets everything down and it covers everything from how we manage our relationship, how I expect them to prepare, timekeeping, payment, So there are no grey areas. Everything's clear and everything's agreed in advance. And it makes life so much easier. Advertising your boundaries is a great way to let people know what they are, firstly, but also they act as a filter so people will see them and they can decide if you're the right person for them. So things like putting them onto your website so that people investigating what you do and how you can help will clearly see how much you charge or what hours you work or what to what they can expect from working with you if you've got a clinic you could display a notice which gives opening times rates payment methods cancellation policies all of those sorts of pieces of information You can include them on your social media accounts, on your Google My Business account, on your email signature, 
just anywhere where people interact with you and you need to set some clear boundaries. And one of my friends does this brilliantly. She works part-time as a practitioner, but she's also a busy mum with two young kids. And she has to have very, very clear boundaries about what time she's available and what day she works. And she puts this on her website. She has it on her email signature. She has an out-of-office set for the days that she doesn't work. And everything is very clear about what she does. And she gets clients because she's good at what she does and people are willing to be flexible and work with her at the times that she can do. And a great way to keep on top of your boundaries is to create like a reference list of them. So really think about what is right for you, what is right for your business. And especially if you have difficulty articulating them, if you get caught on the hop sometimes, Just write them down so you've got this really great reference point of all of the boundaries within your business. And it's just going to help you to communicate them in a much better way if you're asked. Ultimately, it's so much easier to feel compassionate towards people when you feel respected. And this is what boundaries are about. It's about feeling respected. If you think people are taking advantage of your good nature... Working with them can be really challenging. So set your boundaries. Boundaries are just so important because they're creating a healthy relationship for you and for your clients. And they're going to protect you both and they're going to provide you with a safe space to thrive. So if you struggle with this and with finding clients for your holistic business, Book a discovery call with me and find out how I can help you. And I'll put links to that in the show notes. So as every week, there is a full blog post on this and there's the show notes and links. Go to helenharding.co.uk and go over to the blog and podcast section. And this is podcast 63. Or if you're listening to this on the app, just scroll down below the artwork and you'll find the notes and the links there. And if you did enjoy this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you subscribed and took a few minutes to leave me a review because it's going to help the show to get found. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners coaches and therapists and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.